Hello and welcome to a special episode of Space Time Taco. I'm your host Chris with... Tim. And... Nate. And no Dave. Because he's a butt. No, he's not a butt. He, he had a long day. And by that I mean he didn't sleep very well. Long day. He watched Twitch all day is what he did. No, he's been cleaning today. He's been doing laundry. Cool story, bro. Doing things. <laughs> taking care of... Um, whatever. I just want to make fun of my best friend. It happened. <laughs> um, so today... It's it's weird. It's an off week. This isn't a whole normal episode. It's just a spoiler cast for... Captain Marvel. As you can probably tell by the title of what we're going to call this podcast episode. But, like, thank you for introing that. What are we going to call it, though? Captain Marvel spoiler cast? She I want to call, I it. call it... <laughs> Hold on. Before we go any further... We flirkin' spoil Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Let's take a vote. I mean, it's not... It's definitely less bland than Captain Marvel spoiler cast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, prefer please? our titles not be bland. We've had witty, like... Come I know, and I'm doing it. I'm time. noticing... Like Grandma Sex. That yes. one is our most downloaded one. <laughs> Grandma but I'm pretty Sex sure is the best title for anything ever. <laughs> pretty sure it's not because of uh, the content. I'm pretty sure it's just because people are like, Oh, I want to look up Grandma Sex. What's this? This is not Grandma Sex. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, if someone typed in Grandma Sex on Google, if, like, ours was even, like, the third thing to come up, I'd be a little, be a little outraged. I'd be happy. I'd be... Oh, you mean if be you like, were looking for yes. Grandma Sex? No. Yeah. If yes. this podcast showed up as the result <laughs> for Grandma Sex, I would be happy. Also, who actually searches for that kind of porn just by typing in the words Grandma Sex? People. Don't kink shame. Yeah, man. My kink is kink shaming. We don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> don't shame kink. Yeah, that works. Uh, Whoever kink is, be nice to that person. <laughs> so do we want to just... How do we want to do that? Do we want to just go straight up spoil everything from we here sh- on? We should spoil everything. Well, yeah, I know we p- will, but will we do non-spoilery beginning and then go oh, into no. spoilers? Spoiler alert just right spoiler now. alert from the beginning? <laughs> yep. All right, there's nothing but spoilers in this game thing. How, what did everybody think of the movie? I, I loved it. Enjoyed it. I did too. I the one that came signed. I loved it. Yes. Uh, we actually saw it twice. We just saw it again today, which will be maybe yesterday if you're listening to this when this goes up, or maybe another time. It could be 18 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I currently, yeah, I probably won't pay for hosting for that long. Currently, it's on my top five list of movies for the year, which <laughs> is super short considering three spots are still vacant. So, <laughs> what else is on that list? Alita. You said three spots are still vacant. Yeah, okay. I said top five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what other movies? March, so. What movies have you seen? I really have pretty much seen Adam, Alita. Here's the thing: is if a movie is good, I'll remember it. <laughs> so my, that means my top three movies. So for I'm the pretty year. sure there are other movies I may have seen this year. I just don't remember any of them. All right, Captain Marvel. Happy Death Day to you, and How to Train Your Dragon two, three, three, and then Alita. Actually, no, I'm pretty sure Alita is the first movie I saw this year. I, I forgot that movies. I missed the first two months of this year, pretty much. Did you see any movies this year other than that? I don't know. I mean, How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, that was with you. Yeah. I need to watch the second one before I watch the third. This one. is super interesting and definitely what people clicked on this episode. Oh yeah. To uh, listen people talk to. about other things. You're so rude. Maybe run your own podcast. Tiny Bot. Tiny Bot Podcast. Little Bot Podcast. (laughs) That was almost the website name. So we all enjoyed the movie. No, that's not why you said no. We did. We all enjoyed the movie. Good. 
How some of we... us more than others. Some of us more than others. Yes. The women and the man men. Men men? Not the... <laughs> he's just pointing at He's just gesturing in my direction. <laughs> he doesn't have, a, doesn't have a word to describe what I am. <laughs> at um, least one that's suitable for podcasts. I wouldn't use that word to describe you anyway. Then these days would say differently. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Other people would. And this is why I'm glad we're just recording this. <laughs> and I can edit things. Anyway. Let's start from the beginning. Here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the right one? No. No! <laughs> <laughs> that is not. <laughs> it's not. Uh, you're my Wonderwall. Motherfucker! That's not song. that song, That's that song. <laughs> it is. You go further and it gets to that. Oh, okay, you're right. Speaking of... Isn't that song? <laughs> Motherfuckers, both of you. <laughs> That's not that song. Wait, no, I know it right. is. <laughs> you're right. I can't... I don't know any other Oasis songs. Are there any other Oasis songs? They just songs? all sound Do exactly they just the play same. Wonderwall for three hours at their concert? They all just sound exactly Sorry, sure at his concert? a set that is just Wonderwall and it's just... That's the entire thing. Like, people schedule times to come see Wonderwall. <laughs> Actually, they schedule times to go see, like, a TED Talk, but then the guy ends it and decides nobody was really into it and just, just says, just anyway, anyway, here's Wonderwall. That's like my, if a story's not going well, I just say, and then I found $5 <laughs> after every, like, story that I tell. Yes. And then I found $5. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I think mine is just shut up, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. If nobody's like, if you actually do say that a lot, <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, you also have to understand. I have lots of conversations with Kim where I'm like, "This is the news that came out today about certain things," and I know you don't care about them, but I need to talk about them because I want to talk about them. And then she gives me this look, and that's when I'm like, "Shut up, fuck you." <laughs> The yeah, we have a very is, loving relationship. I know it that is. Kim hasn't said anything the entire time you're describing all this. So, accurate. So, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Let's get into Speaking it. Speaking of '90s music and bands. Oh man, this might be the best soundtrack to any Marvel movie. Eh, I still like Guardians better, Damn. but that's because I'm weird. You like that classic Actually, shit. no. I have to say I like Black Panther better. <laughs> but, okay, that's true. Yes. I fucking love that album. So, I made notes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't do notes. Literally Neither says best soundtrack. I actually considered making notes and printing them out, but then I got trapped into staring at an object in a video game. So, <laughs> Oh, the object. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, all right. Let's... We're going to do like an overall generalized... Generalized? Story of the thing real like, quick. Yeah. Good word. Words. I I say good words. Well, you mentioned the soundtrack. Let's talk about the track listing. Oh, you know the track listing? I just pulled it up on Wikipedia. Oh, look at this one. She's Wikipedia. Yeah. I didn't. What's the song you said plays multiple times and does it actually play through multiple times? Garbage. Yeah. Um, I'm only happy when it rains. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's multiple times. I don't remember. And I just saw it twice. Mm-hmm. I will say... There was seeing it twice. I there was nothing that made me like, oh, I didn't. I missed that. I missed mm-hmm. that kind of thing. 
Um, well, that's actually fu- it's funny you say that because Watch Mojo today posted a top ten things you missed in Captain Marvel. I fucking video. hate that shit. The it's like, did you see here, she didn't tie her shoe? Yeah, well, the <laughs> issue for me is these lists are, like, super pretentious, and the yeah. first thing they started with at number 10 was, like, 90s references, and I'm like, no one mm, missed, no one missed any of that. <laughs> Unless you're, like, 12 years old and you're seeing Captain Marvel, you didn't miss any of the 90s references. I think <laughs> one of my favorites of those, because I haven't watched any for Captain Marvel, but Kim and I watched a... Uh, here's, my, here's me helping explain the ending to... Uh, hard times at the El Royale. Mm-hmm. At, 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 was it El Royale? Right. Um, and it literally was. He just recapped the entire movie. Didn't explain. Didn't explain anything. anything. <laughs> Mostly because the reason why we clicked on it, there was nothing to explain. There was no need yeah. to have anything explained yeah. to you. It is a very. By that point, everything mm-hmm. is wrapped up and it completely makes sense. Well, I mean, that's just the problem with shoveled content. Is it's just. <sighs> there to exist like, to get clicks mm-hmm. and so, we did we clicked just mm-hmm. to see how bad it was and we were like wow it bad so, my so, issue is those videos are pretentious but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. going back to the track list we've got What a Man by Salt and Papa Connection by Elastica Only Happy When It Rains by Garbage uh-huh. Waterfalls by TLC Come As You Are by Nirvana Just a Girl by No Doubt Man on the Moon R.E.M. Celebrity Skin by Hole Crazy On You by Heart Kiss Me Deadly by Lita Ford and you gotta be by Desri. So, yeah. the one thing I do uh, that uh, I noticed very quickly in the movie, besides oh, and, uh, like two Post songs Man by the Marvel. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll count that. Uh, by Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Of the off the entire off the entire track or the entire tracklist thing, how many of them are male singers? Just two, right? Uh, Nirvana and REM. Yeah. yeah. Like that, I thought I I noticed that immediately. Like halfway oh, yeah. through the movie, I'm like, oh, yes, well, I'm not surprised. I get that. Yeah, um, I can't say I'm surprised at all. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, hey, why not? Do do the. It's not a matter of why not. It's a matter of if anybody followed anything surrounding this movie before it came <laughs> out, then they would be not surprised. Yeah, and that's all there is to it. <laughs> what else you got on your notes, or do you want to kind of gr- go through the movie? Real quick. Well, let's yeah, let's do a little a recap, a quick recap. Okay. Who okay. wants to Who wants to lead the recap? I mean, it's fresh in my mind, so as bad as my memory is. <laughs> he says that we literally <laughs> saw it this morning. It's fresh in my mind from yesterday. Well, you saw it this morning. I don't know, but uh, I'm so, bad at describing things yes. because I remember stories end with either, and then I found five dollars or <laughs> shut up, no. go fuck so yourself. The movie fucking. starts off on the planet Hala. Which is Capital Cree Empire. And no you were introduced to several characters, most of which I can't remember the names of. Oh, I got you. Weird. You were introduced to. Introduced to Jude Law. Yeah, Jude is, is Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan. Mm-hmm. Korath is. Um, the Barbarian. Hansu. Oh. <laughs> which <laughs> I call Digimon Hound's Tooth. Digi- is that how you wrote it down? It. Oh my god. Dijon, um, and Atlas. <laughs> well, I was going to say, going uh, back to Korath, he is. Not we'll get there. Uh, well, well, I mean, we're introducing them. Okay, Korath the Pursuer um, was a villain in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. He was like a husk villain. Yeah, he leader was of the husk people. He was lieutenant to um, Ronan. Ronan the Accuser, Ronan. who who's also, also shows is in this movie. Yes, a lot less black face paint. Yes, blue. It's blue. Well, he's not. No, no, no. Remember, he, he has the black, black like, from oh. here up in Guardians. Oh, okay. So Sorry, I think from, that's, like, the nose up. He's that's not yet the part of him, like, 
getting a higher rank. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. You get half blackface? No. No. He's... No, it's half blue and half so, black. I'm going to explain that after we get to the recap and what this whole... Because continuity was, like, super important in the MCU, and I'm glad they kept that in this movie. Oh, yeah, they did really good. So, but... It so answered some shit. We go to Hollow, we're introduced to these characters. Main character we're introduced to, obviously, is supposed to be Captain Marvel, played by Brie Larson. Yeah. They call her Veers, and later on in the movie we find out they call her Veers because she gets in a bad accident, and the only piece of the fucking dog tags they recover from her was are the birds off of Danvers yes. so they call her Veers but she is led to believe early in the movie that she is a Cree warrior um, hero yes and she warrior noble, hero. noble warrior, noble warrior, warrior heroes hero. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and she has a special power that none of the other Cree soldiers seem to possess which is the ability to photon blast from her fist um, <laughs> so she's literally just shooting light out of her fist um <clears throat> Well, we find out about this war going on between the Kree and the Scrolls, and the Scrolls are shapeshifters, and they are who we have been waiting for to be in the MCU for many, many years. Oh, yeah. There's there's been tons of rumors about certain appearances in the MCU, background characters, even extras being like people coming up with fan theories of these people are Scroll or those yeah. people are Scroll. Um, never really turned out, but now we actually see the Scroll as main characters in a seri- in a movie. And we learned a lot about them and how they interact with the rest of the world. They are shapeshifters. Um, and we're told in the movie it's they can shapeshift cool down to the DNA. So mm-hmm. they're once they shapeshift, they're entirely indistinguishable from the person they turn and into. And they have, like, surface mm-hmm. memories, yes. I think is what they say. They have some surface memories of the person they turn into. Um, later on, Veers and her squad, she's finally allowed to go on missions... With the rest of the soldiers, so they Star Force, the yes. Kree Star Force, the Kree Star Force. Because I kept thinking she was saying Star Command, like yeah. uh, fucking. But they're like a spec ops a team of the Kree military, and so they're told to go to this planet that's where that's housing one native species that the scroll is supposed to be hiding amongst. Who are definitely not the same species that um, Darth Maul is. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. Um, what are they? Because they got those weird little crown things. It's oh. like. I almost said Dothraki, but that's... Dothmari, that's what it is. Is it but, really Dothmari? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, I wonder if they got that from Because the planet Game is Dothmar. Because mm. Dothraki is Game Your of Dothamir Thrones. Your Dothamir is the planet Dothamir. But anyway, <laughs> that's Star Wars shit. Um, <laughs> so, hey, part of the same owned company. Yes. So it could, it could end they up being planet, They're on a mission to retrieve one of their spies who's been captured, and if this spy gives up some information then essentially the Korean Empire will be in danger. So they go there, she gets captured eventually by the Kree after a huge ambush occurs. Scroll. Or scroll. She gets captured because by the scroll. Because they are the people that yes. are subbing mm. in for uh, the informant that they're trying to rescue. Yes. So she gets captured in this ambush and they start picking through her memories. And that's where we get like the first glimpses of who Carol Danvers was. Um, so through those memories, we learn things about people she's interacted with, who she's spoken to. They're people trying to get very dicks. specific. The Kree or, tr- or the Scroll are trying to get very specific information out of her head that they almost get, and then she breaks out. So <clears throat> she beats breaks the out. shit out of people with metal things yes. attached to her hands. Beats the crap out of people with the little gauntlets that they locked her up in attached to her hands. 
smashes through a bunch of dudes. We get a real good action scene throughout of this with a lot of funny, quippy moments in it as well. This movie is big. I love on humor. She and that's like her reactions to things. I've mm-hmm. seen so many people, some people being like, "Oh, she's very stiff. She doesn't have any emotion or whatever." And I'm like, mm-hmm. she seems like somebody that I would know. Like but that I hang was out. Also with. trained mm-hmm. out of her. Yeah. She. The whole thing with Yanrag was trying to get her to be less emotional mm-hmm. and be a better warrior yeah. hero. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Yanrag's whole thing at the very beginning of the movie was she has to be in control of her emotions because the Kree are so afraid that if she loses control of her emotions, she will also lose control of her powers, mm-hmm. which they know are far more devastating than the movie lets on. Right. And she <laughs> thinks she only has because of them. Yeah. And she's got this Gideon Graves dampener yeah. on yes. her neck that she's we see the, throughout. Yes. But um, after she beats up all these dudes on the ship, she narrowly escapes, and it turns out that they have flown all the way to right above Earth. Yeah. <laughs> C-35? Um, well, you hear them saying that they're going to go to C-53. 53. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, you did. Um, so I, I feel like the pods were prog- pre-programmed to go there. Yeah. But she she crash lands on Earth through a blockbuster. Yay, blockbuster. Uh, blows Arnold Schwarzenegger's head off in a true live standing. Yep. And then picks up a copy of The Right Stuff. The Right Stuff, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, shout out to two, two, uh, oh, oh, shit. I sat back too hard. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to two, uh, bankrupt and closed businesses yes. in this movie with Blockbuster <laughs> and Radio Shack. Yeah, yes. right next to each other. She, well, that's the thing. She walks outside. She, she does like this fish of water, fish out of water routine, right? Where she's talking to the security guard and she's like, where's your newest communication equipment? And the dude just points to a closed Radio Shack. Um, somehow she's freaking, I don't know, a goddamn electronics MacGyver. expert. So she's, <laughs> she wires MacGyver. into a payphone to call her home planet. With a Game Boy. Because yeah, <laughs> I love the sound. You get yes, the little ga- yeah. Game Boy sound. Hackers everywhere were probably furious at this scene. But Either that or hackers <laughs> everywhere were like, I mean, it could work. <laughs> we'll reach out to our hacker friends. But she contacts her home planet, and we find out that... What's his fuck? Yan... Yandar. Yanrog. Yanrog is on Juba. his way well, let's to just call him by the their names. team to retrieve her. Um, of course, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up, and we <laughs> finally get to see... And this was, like, the biggest part for me. Like, I almost cry a little bit. Is Paulson. Coulson with Coulson hair. shows back up. Yes. Yeah. And... Oh, that's right, because you don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I watch Shield, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., oh, okay. yes, but, like, he's such a good character in even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, I wanted him to be back okay. in yeah, 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 yeah. the MCU, but well, the way I mean, the right MCU now is maintaining it is he really died, dead. and so they only want him for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, man, I think he's dead dead. Oh, I didn't get that far. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, spoilers I literally just said, <laughs> you're, are you caught up? You said, yeah. Well, or, not everyone listening is... Well, I didn't say anything to them. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Alienate our audience. All yes. nine of them. <laughs> so, I hear a lot of people, when you see Coulson on screen, go, my man. Like, they're yeah, yeah, very yeah, excited yeah, yes. that he's back. Well, so. especially in the scene later on in the movie, you're like, this is why you are the best character in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That and uh, Nick Fury with two eyes. Yes. I see him. And the thing about seeing him in there is they very much maintained his character. The only thing I wish is that he had more dialogue. There are like parts of the movie where I saw him on screen and I felt like he should be talking and he wasn't. Well, he's a new guy. Yeah. Well, most of his screen time is as a scroll. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So you don't. (laughs) 
really get the true Coulson. I get, yeah, that is true. Which, seeing it for the second time, it is much more obvious mm-hmm. to pick up on that yeah. he's Skrull. I guess that makes sense, too, because with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they don't want to, like, full insert him into the MCU again. Yeah. <laughs> right. But He's got this, like, blank expression, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember what... he. You know what he looks like? Give me a second. <laughs> Does he look like whenever he's depressed on New Adventures of Old Christine? No. Okay. Um, I remember keeping that blank expression in Avengers 1 when he's talking to somebody and the camera's, like, doing a little three-quarter shot, like, up at him, and he just maintains that expression throughout the entire speech. <laughs> And it's like, what are you looking for? Like this guy's scary. the guy in Galaxy alone. Quest. He looks like he's got that like expression of the. Oh, fuck. Not Tony Shalhoub. No. The one that is the alien guy that yeah. is like super nerdy. Yeah. Like the. Just like the looking weird up like blank. a puppy dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that might be it because he's like it's just admiration for, mm-hmm. and that's like the top level. It's like oh, I admire this guy. Let's look like a puppy dog. Yeah. It looks like we. Well, we do see Nick Fury, too, because he plays a major role. In the I know, it's like, we get to see a de-aged Coulson. Not Nick Fury. Everybody is like, eh, whatever. It's they just did de-age Ted. Teb? Teb? Teb. Yes. Yep. Galaxy Quest. Galaxy it Quest. doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold it's still up, still a fun movie. still a funny movie. Um, probably one of the only movies I could recommend seeing that has Tim Allen. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? Santa Claus is amazing. Here, this picture. Oh, yeah, that guy. Right? Yes. So, mm. it, I'll send this so you can put it in the notes. Oh, God. <laughs> Dave but, never sent me pictures for the last podcast, so that didn't get in the notes. Yes. So, I'm sending it right now. Yes. We get S.H.I.E.L.D. showing up. We get a very good-looking D.H. Samuel Jackson in the movie. Yeah, I thought it looked great. I and, don't know why people keep complaining that de-aging people looks bad. Well, in this case, most of it was because they did a whole lot more practical effects than they did digital. Plus, he's only... It's only, what, 30-ish years from then? Yeah. Not even 30 years. It's about 20 years. A little more. A, little, a couple a little more. more than 20. Well, yeah, like 25, more. really. Because yeah. if you think about it, mm-hmm. so she has been on, she, was it? you find out that she's been there for six years, mm-hmm. which was 89. So yeah. this is all happening in 95, right, Math? Yes. Math, yeah. Yeah. So that was just about 25 years ago. 25 years ago? I'm bad at math. What year is it? 24 years ago. Yeah, okay. Yes. So, yeah, a lot of the characters in here, you know, have aged 30 plus by the time we get yeah. to the modern MCU. Except for her. Yeah. So. She does has really good skincare regimen. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, well, something we're about introduced to these characters. They're looking it's for. It's the, fo- the sun. The sun. The photon. Yeah, the photons. Yes. They are starting to question. Veers while she's standing there, and then they get attacked. All of a sudden, the Kree attacks by Some a Kree, woman in a bikini yes, or a man in a bikini. Man, in this case, he was in a surf suit. Yeah, but um, yeah. So the Kree basically they crash landed after her, and they started following her, and they That's start attacking. When you get the and then the we get train scene. Probably the best chase scene in a Marvel movie ever. Mm. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Let's well, just another, put it this way. They that started, car scene is really fun. Yeah. So another thing that I hear a lot from both viewings in the theater was, that's not an old lady! Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so we find we out... a much more vocal crowd in the small in the group we had today. That's yeah. kind of a question that's asked often throughout the movie, is how do you know if somebody is is 
scroll. You hopefully sell the person that they and, transformed yes. into beforehand. Well, because she's so well trained at this point to recognize them, she sees the old lady that the scroll she's chasing down turns into before she gets on the train. Yeah. And then is able to say, okay, well, these two people obviously can't be in the same place that they are right now, so this person must be scroll. And socks the shit out of what is seemingly an old lady. Yep. Which After she passes... Yes. Stan Lee, yes. who is currently rehearsing his lines for Mulrats. Yes. So, if anybody's wondering, um, a lot of people got upset at this for some reason, but the Stan Lee Twitter was used to tweet about okay. the premiere of Captain Marvel. Yeah, it was... And... It's kind of weird. Yes. And a lot of people are like, well, Disney is basically using his dead body as a puppet to promote their product. But at the same time, the movie did... A great job, not once but twice, of paying tribute yeah. to Stan Lee. <laughs> right off the bat, I guess. Hey, we fucked that up and didn't didn't spoil that. The uh, Marvel intro logo that is in every single movie, instead of being scenes showing different characters, this time it's every cameo that Stan Lee's ever done in the MCU, mm-hmm. uh, and it ends with the "Thank you, Stan." Or yes, um, which so, I, I was reading something about how it was. Instead of you sitting through the entire movie and getting it at the end, they wanted mm-hmm. to have that as a lift you up kind of thing at the beginning and yes. go from there. And I cried both times. Yep. Yes. Me I, too. I teared up a little bit when I saw him on screen because I was like, this is probably the last time we're going to be able to when see the, this. The only, well, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he filmed his stuff for other movies too, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm, <laughs> I think the only person that may have cried more at the Stanley thing than us is. Uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, yeah. After seeing his Instagram post. Oh, yeah. He was... His eyes were bloodshot. Oh, so. God. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's other reasons for that, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, um... So we get up to the scene where she finally finds the scroll that she's chasing. They have a little fight, especially on various parts of the train, mostly on top of it. Which, I mean... I don't understand how durable subways are, but I'm pretty sure they don't take this much abuse. Uh, <laughs> it's a good um, subway... Yes, but at the end of this, she... LA's subway system is not good. Yes. Well, now we know why, because Skrulls got on it and they had the fight in it. Yes. At the end of this, we start, you know, getting a little bit more in the story. We find out what the Skrull are kind of looking for, almost, and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden the Skrull ends up getting pew-pewed, so... and dies. Um... So, they do this autopsy on the Skrull, and this is where S.H.I.E.L.D., for the first time in the MCU, like canonically in the MCU, we find out, realizes, oh, hey, there's actually like aliens out there. Yeah, they've been protecting things from other weird stuff on the planet, but now it's, hey, there are aliens. Mm-hmm. And um, we find out that the supposed director of S.H.I.E.L.D. now isn't quite who you're led to believe he is in the first five minutes of that scene. He's Skrull himself. Um, <clears throat> What's his name? Talos? Talos is his yeah. name. Well, he wasn't always Skrull. No. No. He wasn't always Skrull, because Talos Mm -hmm. was actually the same Skrull leader that was uh, pretending to be... He was simulating um, Mm -hmm. Solar? Solar. Solar, Solar, yes. So he basically went from being Solar to interrogate or pulling memories Mm -hmm. out of her to getting to Earth with enough time or enough infiltration, Mm -hmm. whatever, to infiltrate and become him, uh, played by... Is that Ben... Is it Mendelssohn? I don't know. What's his name? You literally, you got I the... don't have his name right now. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. That sounds right, though. <laughs> well, while Chris looks that up, uh, moving forward from that, Nick Fury is sent on a mission, basically, by this fake leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. to go find where 
Captain Marvel has went. Oh shit, I actually got it right. And so in a brilliant piece of, you know, 90s nostalgia, we're treated to Brie Larson in a very grunge look complete with a Nine Inch Nails (laughs) t-shirt. Basically looking like she just came from a very clean Nirvana concert for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... That's after she sold. That's oh, that's after she went to uh, an internet cafe. Yeah. In the nineties, went to an internet cafe. Doesn't know how to type, which I thought was, was hilarious. <laughs> she was old lady typing. typing. Why would she? And even more hilarious is the search engine she was using. Did you see Alta Vista? Yes. Yes, I love that so much. <laughs> so here's the here's what I appreciate the most is the attention to detail they put into setting this movie properly. Is using Alta Vista as a search engine on a working copy. And I forget who told me this, but there's a, they actually got working copies of Windows 95 for the movie. <laughs> so, well, then, and then not only that, it's like okay, I know where I have to go. Does she Google it? No, because Google isn't a thing yet. Yes, she has. She re- looks at the address and has an actual map. Yeah. So I hate actual maps. <laughs> do you I mean, know how shitty actual maps are? Yes, actually, because I had to do. I got mm-hmm. Linda and I got lost once because of an actual map. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she has to do all. She she's in a dive bar basically. She steals a diesel motorcycle, drives all the way out the middle of nowhere, goes to this dive bar because she gets a piece of scroll intel that tells her where someone she knows may be, and that's what leads her to this bar. Well, she gets to this bar, and of course, in classic Nick Fury fashion, he already knows where everybody is on the planet at any given time, mm-hmm. and just happens to disappear out of the shadows like fucking Batman. And <laughs> Nick Fury is the Batman yes. of this universe. Fuck Tony Stark. What I want to know is how he knew that she would be there. Yeah. Hello? I'm pretty sure there's a detail in the movie I'm missing, but there's a reason. Well, that he, he didn't knows. get the scroll intel. Yeah, because the reason the he has it her. is from she mm-hmm. looked, she did the, right. she grabbed whatever that data fragment thing was from yeah. the scroll that she was chasing put it into her suit read it found some pictures was like oh this mm-hmm. is a place it fucked it up threw it away ponchos I think yeah ponchos yeah, ponchos um and it starts with an M R I can't remember the area it's in maybe uh but yeah there's no nothing to get him there I'm okay with it <laughs> you, no you know what it is he does get he says we got a report on a stolen bike there's uh, a description yes. match there, so I don't know. Maybe he just they mm-hmm. just picked up on that trail, yeah. uh, but he does get there really fast. He yeah, does. I mean, that's kind of the super secret spy shit we always see yeah. in spy movies. Though is like mm-hmm. there are always places where you just don't have no idea how they got. I there. just like to imagine that <laughs> Nick Fury has been a badass his entire career, Probably. so we don't have to worry about that. Well, according to <laughs> what we learned about him in the movie, he was. I mean, he says he that's went true, to the yeah. he went to the army fresh out of high school and was a full bird, bird colonel, which is a rank the rank underneath general. And then he became the way, a spy. Before he, he became a spy, he lists right. off all the bees because he likes them because they run. Yes. He can make but, them run. And through this little, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Just through this little scene, we learn a couple things about how to identify how a as a character and how to identify a scroll because she's trying to find out who's a scroll and she asks him, "Okay, what's the detail so ridiculous that no one else would know?" And Nick Fury <laughs> says, "I can't eat toast if it's cut diagonally." <laughs> Turns out that's not something that she actually needed to know. She didn't need to know. And then, of course, he's like, all right, how do I know you're not scroll? And then she pops on blast a jukebox <laughs> and just says, well, scroll so can't, can't do, do that. that. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> I trust yeah. that. I trust yes. her. It, just saying, if if somebody came up and be like, yeah, I'm not a scroll because I can 
explode yes. something. Yeah, but yeah, you're good. She tells them a bit about her memories of a certain person, and that leads them to the super secret military base. Fucking Pegasus. Yes. Project Pegasus. Project Pegasus. Where we learn about uh, Marvel slash. Her last name is Walters in the movie? We don't learn that yet. No. We, we don't, don't learn that till much later. Oh, that's She's right. not Marvel. We learn because the. The Doctor Lawson. Lawson. I almost right. want to say Larson, but it's not Lawson. Um, Doctor Lawson. Lawson. <laughs> you just Lawson. like combined an R and I having a hard time not say Larson, um, who was the woman that she kept seeing, kind of thing. Gotcha. Uh, and that's where they find they go, they get uh, locked up for a little yeah, bit. They get the welcome wagon. Nick Fury gets to pull out his cool. I'm a spy. Oh, by yes. the way, Annette Benning plays um, yeah. Lawson. Yes. Oh, you have her name, huh? But not one of the three main characters of the movie, huh? He's not a main character. Oh, come on. He's more of a main character than some of the other people. Not, more than Annette Benning. Not, yeah, no. No, I definitely think he's more of a main character. Yes. Annette no. Benning actually has two roles in this film, by the way. She is Dr. Lawson and also... The, the Supreme Grand Intelligence. intelligence. Supreme well, she's intelligence. who. She's who. Her version of the Supreme yes. Intelligence. Yes. Any Cree or anybody that sees. Her version of Supreme Intelligence. And the Supreme Intelligence. Um, so. But. Never called Captain place. Marvel once in the movie, just saying. Yes. Nick Fury pulls it's off some spy shit oh, after they get locked in the room, takes the fingerprint off his ID well, and his wallet. They get locked in the room because they the ask where Lawson is, and yes. she's been dead for six fucking years. Yes. So, of course, they're going to lock her up. But yeah. also, like, if I was here, I'd be like, okay, she's dead. You can leave now. <laughs> like, well, it's, the security guard is like, why the fuck are these randos here asking mm -hmm. about somebody who died six years ago? There's a problem. Not only that, so he's six years them. ago, died six years ago in an event that we have covered up and doesn't right. exist in That's the real true. world. Right. Uh -huh. But he pulls the spy shit, and then they walk down the hallway a bit, and then they meet the kitty. And Yay! <laughs> Goose. Goose. Played by? A cat. Four different cats. <laughs> yes. Four different cats. Played by four different cats who and are all tabbies who Just like surprisingly don't really look that CGI. different from each other. Um, I don't know if cats are supposed to look different. I can't they tell usually the difference do. between two cats. So. Like, <laughs> if you get like four kittens that are from the same litter, yes. they don't always even look alike. So they mm -hmm. might, they you got to work hard to find cats that look that similar. Yeah, but now we meet the cat. The cat plays a very important Goose. role later on in the movie. Goose. Um. I love some of the CGI. They walk up to like the door. The, the, the later thing. But yeah. Yes. Uh, Nick Fury's about to like do more like, spy shit Let me door. unwrap my... And then Brie Larson's like, alright, fuck this noise, and blasts the door handle right off, and he's like, why couldn't you do that shit earlier? Like, why'd you leave me hanging? Why'd you make me look like an idiot? <laughs> and then they go into the room, and they find all the archives and stuff. And, and that's where she finds out her name, or... The project, how long ago it happened. Those lights she turning puts, on and off are the most startling thing. Oh my god, that is the coolest idea ever, though, for like a horror kind of thing. Because yes. even the scene where they're in there and then you it adjusts the focus and you just see Goose and you're like, oh, that's creepy. Um, well, I want to know why the lights are so goddamn loud. 
when they turn on. It's the 90s. It's lights were loud back in the day. The switches that they actually install on those lights are like giant toggles inside of big boxes. And the, so they, the motion detector was just a little guy that was like, oh, light. Noises. Light. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, they have real archive reviews like that in libraries that do that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still use those old-ass giant switches from the 90s that make that noise. <laughs> but yeah, that's when she starts putting together, hey, I, uh... <laughs> This happened six years ago. I woke up here six years ago, or on Hala six years ago. Well, yes. If time is the same. Time is we the same. We do. Because no. it happened six years ago. Let's just put it this way. The MCU does not follow the rules of general relativity at all, so... <laughs> the only movie that fucks up time <laughs> in any way, like the, the linear time in the storyline, is Spider-Man, and it's not their fault. Sony put the wrong fucking year amount of years on it. Uh, I guess so. And Kevin Feige has come out and said, yeah, that's they messed up. Uh, <laughs> so everything's good. They just said the wrong amount of years. Yes. Dumbasses. But, just, Sony, uh, just give them, give them all the rights back. Yes, they Fuck start them. piecing bits of her past together. And they find out through, this, through these archives where her former best friend was. Uh... Her last name is Rambo. I can't remember. Maria. Maria, Maria Rambo. Um, not R-A-M-B-O, by the way. B-E-A-U. Rambo. Yes. Yeah. Rambo. It's very Louisiana. It's oh, French Rambo. French, yeah. uh, played by... Well... Because she's in Louisiana. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Keep... Yeah, well, who's she played by? Got that information. Lashana Lynch. Yes. I'm looking it up as we go now. Mm-hmm. So... Ben Mendelsohn. Shout they out find to out man. about Maria Rambo and... They decide that they're going to go visit her, but get interrupted by the fact that S.H.I.E.L.D. has now showed up to come find them. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still love when when she busts him out from being surrounded or being attacked or whatever. Uh, <laughs> she's like, you called back up? And he just responds with, my bad. <laughs> and also he realizes that his boss is a scroll because he calls him Nicholas. Yeah, yeah he, he says calls everyone calls him Fury. Even his mom, even his kids, if he yes. has them, he, he calls his mom Fury. He calls his mom Fury, his mom calls him Fury, and if he has any kids, they'll call him Fury as well. Uh, <laughs> so um, the moment that he said he calls him Nicholas, he's, yes. he kind of just has a, like, this bitch. <laughs> it really is the face, too. Yes, it is. So, and he pulls the pincer move, like yes. we did in Havana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Havana. Like, yeah, yeah. Because he remembers the whole Well, the thing is, is they pull the pincer move, pincer move fails, except... Well, it was on the never stairs. an actual thing. He yes. Was oh yeah, it was never. He was faking it because he knew that he would agree well, with he it. Took him a level down yes. on purpose. Said, "I'll get off here." Coulson has him dead to rights on the staircase when they get ready to escape, and then you know, as a good guy he is, decides he's going to let them go because he has more faith in people than the process, which is the entire premise of Agents of Shield. Well, I was going to say Coulson <laughs> in general is a guy that has always followed his gut, and that's yes. kind of. He also wears a super slick tie in that scene. He always <laughs> Coulson always looks great. Um, so they escaped. It was back in the '90s when, like, a business tie could be paisley. It didn't have to be just a flat color. <laughs> um, this is when they all—they both escape, as in Marvel. Or sorry, not Marvel. Carol yes. and uh, Fury, and they take the cool jet that 100% is like the prototype of the Quinjet. Yes. Like 100%. I looked at that thing, I'm like, that. Considering they can retrofit it in a day awesome. to go into space, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, they're scrolls. They're smart. Um, 
I mean, wait, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> uh, so they take it, got a stowaway, Goose came with him, uh, in an adorable scene where she's going up too fast and Goose is just pinned to the box. Yes. Very CGI looking, but it was still adorable. Yes. Um, then it's, they go see it's Maria. It's weird to me that they can render CGI people so well, but CGI cats just can't do it. <laughs> I mean, in a, a lot of movies, it is just CGI cats, especially well, Disney. Again, a CGI cat will take a lot more polys. It's all fur. Do- so. dog and, dogs and cats, like small home pet animals, are like the mm-hmm. only ones that they use real animals of anymore because like they there's a whole law against it. I think now any other yes. anything over a certain endangered level, probably. Yes, you can't really use endangered animals in movies. Anymore. I mean, why not? No. Um, I mean, imagine Happy Feet with just real penguins. Can you imagine Lion King with all real animals? (laughs) God. Many animals were hurt in the filming of this movie. By other animals. (laughs) So, I mean, it's it's circle of life. We're good. Uh, (laughs) I like how that's how Lion King gets away with it. It's just a circle of life. You're eating us. But they don't say it's a circle of life. They sing that it's the circle of life. Yes, so it makes it more over there is gnawing on an antelope's neck. <laughs> Just imagining someone humming it while they're chewing on the bone. <laughs> but so they escape, right? They go meet Get to Maria. Maria. And her daughter Monica. And her daughter, Monica. Who, Monica. Monica is to me, I don't care I know people have of course made their picks. Monica is the best character in the fucking movie to me. She's adorable. She's uh, not just adorable, but she is she's she's everything a child character in a movie should be. Well, I mean, this is two two kid characters that I think they've done really well with, yeah. with Monica and in the Ant Man movies. I really enjoy yes. his daughter. I can't remember her name right now. Stacy, Sally. Yes. Way, the MCU is doing child characters right because they're fully fleshed out characters with their own motivations, own backstories, own memories. They're part of the movie themselves, they're not yes. just there to be adorable film. No, look, look a kid. Yeah. All right, move past it. Or the emotional weight of oh no, a kid died, so now we all have to cry. Um, you getting hot? Yes, but the... Oh, and also Monica Rambeau is one of the incarnations of Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yes, later on. So we discover all these things about her. Um, eventually, the scroll show up again, <laughs> and they've semi-taken Maria's daughter hostage for a moment. Yeah. Just to keep but her for good reason. In the picture. Good reason. Yes, just to keep her forgetting. Which her. is when the, in my opinion, mm-hmm. one of the biggest what the fuck moments happen in a Marvel movie. It's a big what the fuck moment, but it's also a really good twist. And Marvel has been doing this with a lot of their movies with ever since Black Panther, yeah. with the idea of learning that a sympathetic villain could be successful. Not only that, mm-hmm. it's well because mm-hmm. he's not an actual villain. Yes. The mm-hmm. big reveal is guess what? The scroll aren't the bad guy. The yes. scroll are basically an endangered race yes. of aliens that are the trying scroll, to survive. Yes, the scroll are very much the... We are led to believe they are the hunters, but they are yeah. definitely the hunted. In, in a world where I don't think there's... I've never heard of a storyline in the comics where scroll are good guys. No, but this so, was also the big... Like, wow. This was also kind of the big continuity thing that I was talking about before, is we learn in Guardians that Xandar waged a war with the Kree and basically won that war, and the Kree are almost all but dead. Yeah. Which is why Ronan, the Accuser, is so furious and, like, this complete zealot who wants to see all of Xandar 100% destroyed. And then, like, that was my question throughout the movie the whole time. Is like, okay, so we got the Kree, they're in the super advanced civilization, and... 
they're not destroyed yet, and then we get to see Ronan in the movie anyway. Yeah. Like, where does Xandar even come into all this? And then my belief was, okay, well, Xandar joined this conflict, basically, treated the Kree as refugees, and then when the Kree said, like, hey, these guys are still killing us, Xandar said, all right, well, we have to stop this. Scrolls. Or scrolls. At one yes. point, you, I think the scrolls, scrolls was yes. supposed to be where Kree the was. Scroll, yes. Uh, so the Kree are like the definitely the bad guys, and Xandar said, "All right, well, we're going to put a stop to this." Well, the that Kree was, basically so never gave up, and so Xandar just wiped them out. As <laughs> either one watching mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, you know mm-hmm. that the Kree, some Kree at mm-hmm. least, are not the greatest people. And then watching, if you've watched Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Kree, normally not the greatest people in that sense either. No. Because in this continuity of the universe, they're, the Kree are the reason why the Inhumans exist, basically. Yes. So, but mm-hmm. knowing, see, this is one of my main that you points. don't know that stuff. No, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. But knowing that they were the bad guys in Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and what you just said in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're always not the greatest people. bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe one or two. Why didn't bad. anybody see this shit coming? Because you said, you know why? It's because they're like, look, scrolls, yeah. and scrolls are historically evil. Yeah. Right, but it's like if these are already established bad, bad guys, guys yeah. in the MCU, mm-hmm. you know it could have happened over them, the years. The bad guys fighting other bad guys, yeah. and we're just expected that Captain Marvel is part of the. Well, good bad guys. Yes. Good on, bad the, guys. on the on the a lot of a lot of things have happened in thirty surface, years. <laughs> well, on the very surface level, we have sort of this cinematic facade, right? Is that if we see a super advanced civilization, especially with a particular color palette, if you pay attention to how they use that in the beginning of the movie when we see Hala, it's all blue and gold. Mm-hmm. We're naturally supposed to associate those colors with something generally good. And now they're in this huge civilization with all this advancement, so we're supposed to think, like, okay, they're not as bad as we're led to believe they are in Guardians. Yeah. And then we learn out, no, they're actually completely evil fucks, and, you know, basically Xandar was justified in their willingness to wipe them out. And really <laughs> confusing can, in their coloration. <laughs> I guess you could take the accuser, mm-hmm. like, faction, yeah. and, and have that argument that maybe the accusers are their own little... Mm-hmm. Bad guy group, rogue group. Yes. Of but it, this yeah. just makes it all. But we learn that the yes, we dicks. learn that the accusers well, answer to the Kree military, which itself answers to I was the supreme say, intelligence. I'd say maybe supreme so, intelligence down right. to the military yes. is probably mm-hmm. where the evilness is. You, yes, I mean but the, yes. the yeah. accusers themselves. Civilians we learn in the movie, yeah, it's a little bit are pretty bad because there. they're even more ruthless than the Kree military is. They bomb without regard for collateral damage. Right, <laughs> so. It's kind of that war. It's, and, if and you know anything about the way war strategy works, is if you bomb an area, collateral damage is going to be an issue. But right. when you do it with no regard to collateral damage, to that's when people get on your ass. <laughs> to give no a point to the Cree, uh, Jude Law's character does tell Ronan to hold off yes. at some point for C fifty three yes slash Earth. It's not until he feels threatened mm-hmm. personally. Yes. But they bomb without <laughs> So regard. personally that it's like, hey, instead of bombing the planet, just bomb yes. right in this one area. Yeah. But we kind of <laughs> learn that basically what what uh, Ronan is leading by the time we get to Guardians of the Galaxy is remnants of the Kree civilization who were some part accusers but some part probably survivors of the, of the Kree and Xandar war, you know, basically with nowhere else to go <laughs> because they're all seen as, you know, evil dicks by the entire galaxy at that point. Yeah, nobody likes to be <laughs> by them. 
But, uh, um, back to movies. Yes. Where are we? We're at, they're so talking. Oh, they're talking. We learn that you know we learn more about the Kree being victims of this war. The scroll. Skrull. Their scroll. <laughs> more importantly, them. and then we we learn, we learn that uh, they're that very afraid of goose. Yeah, goose isn't a cat. Cat. I'm doing air. He quotes. has no <laughs> idea what a cat is. Yes. He's a flurkin. He's a flurkin. Uh, which we'll find out about later. God. And so here I am thinking like, oh, I guess I'm a scroll now because <laughs> I don't you like cats. cats. Oh. Um, but then we learn that the cat is a hentai monster. So <laughs> we just said we'll learn about <laughs> yes. that later. Let's um, we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, skip ahead. Well, we no, we don't have to skip ahead. Sort of no, we're in a relatively yes. uh, chronological order so, here. But we get to the point where we find out that the scroll have some more information about who Carol Danvers was, particularly the black box from a test flight that went horribly wrong. And Which, of course, after listening to awakens yes. Carol's memories, and she remembers that she flew with mm-hmm. the doc- the professor Lawson. Lawson thank yes. you. I was just the doctor. Um, when they crashed, she found out, and or Lawson was injured, was bleeding blue. She confesses everything to her, saying, "Hey, I'm an alien. My real name is Marvell. Uh, I'm trying to do this to save people. Blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. And that's when, before she's able to destroy this like hyperspace, it's or called hyper, a light speed, light speed engine. That's it. Uh, before she can destroy it, she's shot, and that's when the big reveal of, "Oh, it wasn't a Cree or fuck a scroll." You're rubbing off on <laughs> yes. me. It wasn't a scroll. It was a Cree. It was Luke. I almost said Perry. Nope. Jude Law. Jude Law. Jude Law lives. Yes. But yeah, but you said Luke Perry. I know. I was going to say Jude Law lives. Jude I don't understand Luke how he could ever be in that movie. Who? Luke Perry. Well, he would have been great. Yes. Rip. Rip. Rest in pepperonis. Um, <laughs> but. That's Dave's thing. You know, I Dave says, know that. You've never Dave heard him says, say rip. Dave says rip. He and says pepper- rip and pepperonis. Which is rest in peace pepperonis. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I find out that happens. Then she's like, "Oh my god, who am I? I don't yes. know what I'm doing." She and has a small identity crisis. Luckily, her, her best friend, when she was still mm-hmm. full on human Earth planet person, uh huh, <laughs> is like, "Bitch, you good? <laughs> you are a hero." Kind of just straight out, you are a hero. You're strong. Know, and that yeah. was before you got the upgrades. Yes. Or Light a flaming hands. Yeah. You could shoot. You shoot fire at your hands. Fists. Uh, and then it's like, all right, cool. Let's upgrade this ship and find the place. I love the way she demonstrates her power by boiling the tea kettle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I think she learned maybe not to explode another thing. Because last <laughs> time she demonstrated it, it was like, bye, jukebox. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they they all she hop took it on. Down a notch. Yeah, they all hop on the prototype for Quinjet. Yes. Which is Talos, Fury, Maria, mm-hmm. and. Carol. Carol. I can't remember names. There's too many people. Yes. But they all go back to the to the base of jig. Um, Yeah. There is just a giant ship, a Kree ship in space, cloaked for years. Laboratory. They retrofit the the Quinjet thing to go into space. Yep. And you find out that the core or the the thing that was basically being used to power this yes, the core engine to power the light was speed the motherfucking engine was tesseract. The tesseract and so uh, 
here's the thing about the Tesseract, right? Is a lot of people, for whatever reason, got all of a sudden really confused about that. And I'm Why? like, if you follow the confused. timeline, it's not that confusing. Yeah, so <laughs> Red Skull had it in Captain America. Yes. Um, Howard Stark the ocean. ends up finding it out of the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Um, and somehow between Howard Stark and Lawson, Shield. it yes. was transferred. Yeah, the only so, the only question is how it goes from Howard so from Stark to now Lawson, we find out I mean, how Fury gets it. Yes, from yeah, yeah, yeah. the end of from Goose. Captain America, <laughs> right uh, to Captain Marvel. Yes, and so no, we learn the Tesseract well, is there, which again makes sense because the Tesseract, before anybody knows what it really is, a housing cube for infinity really stone. Power. So presumably, <laughs> yeah. Howard Stark has something to do with Pegasus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very likely. Yes. Um, yeah, well, the other question about the Tesseract funding. is, how does it ever get to freaking Asgard? It started it at started Asgard. There. It started in Asgard, yeah. that's true. Well, no, sorry. It started... The reason it got to Earth in the first place is because that is where Odin hit it. Odin yes. hit it away on Earth. Mm -hmm. It goes from... But from, it was like his prized possession. Yeah, he hit it on Earth. Yeah. They went to Red Skull. Went from Red Skull to uh, Stark, Stark getting it out of the water. Somewhere between that, between Stark and mm -hmm. Lawson, it happened, and then it goes from Lawson yeah. to Shield like to, to is, Loki. Yes. Yep, Loki gets it. Like and then back to Avengers. Asgard, and then back yeah. to Loki, <laughs> and then to Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I would like to think it's not that complicated how it got to, from Stark to Lars. Yeah. Lawson. And that's I mean, not because they're, they're scientists. Right. Yeah. He probably tried to sleep with colleagues her. on some kind of project. Oh, yeah, that Yes, too. he probably tried <laughs> to sleep with her when they were younger. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> you know what? In all honesty, if they kept going in. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, the Tesseract is a no, high I was going to say, if Agent, Carter, if Agent yeah. Carter wasn't canceled, we could have probably seen yes. somehow Pegasus being a thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, shit. I wonder if Pegasus was in that, and I just don't All-powerful power source just seems like a high price for a booty call, yeah. is all I'm saying. But. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> Renewable energy. Stark, other Stark figured it out. But, so, they get the Tesseract, right, and we find out why Goose is this flirking thing that... Well, you're skipping over... I am. Yeah. Uh... So, one, we find out that the power source is the Tesseract. Mm -hmm. At the same time, we realize that Talos didn't want, wasn't coming for the Tesseract. Mm -hmm. It was because that was where his family in a and good the portion of, the surviving of his... Yeah, of the well, Kree, he or did or want Skrull. it. He yeah. did want that... Uh, yeah, because that was going to help. Lightspeed engine yeah. to help him and his people escape mm -hmm. from the Kree. Well, that, that, that actually to the ties into the another daughter. big continuity point in this movie that people may have missed unless you're paying close attention, is the way they handled jumps throughout, like jumping through space in Guardians 2 and in Infinity War, <laughs> is they show <laughs> this... Yes, they show this hex effect on the screen, which is kind of like basically a break in space-time mm -hmm. that allows ships to travel through. The thing is, is they can only make these very short jumps. Rocket even says this, and I forget who, well, who programs the ship to do it. Um... I think no, I think Rocket is the one Thor that disengages plans, it. Yes, Thor plans the jumps, and it's like over four hundred jumps. Oh, no, that's in a row. that's in Guardians two, not Thor, oh, or not with right. Thor. Um, yes, because Thor they don't use any jump technology because oh, right. he can control Bifrost, but they, which makes sense. Yes, they do these jumps, it. and you see the same effect in Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. So you understand the Kree have this technology, probably invented the technology that the rest of the galaxy is now using. And that's why there's even the thing yes. where it's like, how long is it going to take for us to get there? 22 hours. Yes. Which is about well, how long the reason the light speed engine movie. is so important to the scroll 
world is it gives them a chance to escape. They don't have to use these predetermined jump points mm -hmm. to move through space. Lightspeed engine, theoretically, allows them to travel at the speed of light, and so they can go anywhere they want to go. <laughs> Freedom. Yes. From the Kree. <clears throat> Who are assholes. Yes. Whether so, they're the good guys or not, they're assholes. That's why that's super important to them. Uh, and um, that is when they do finally show up. The Kree yes. do finally show up. The Kree finally show up and we're treated to this battle between them and Captain Marvel on the ship. All these, supposed, these special Kree warriors. They um, capture her. She ends up facing her true self. Yes. And realizing that she don't. They capture and bring her to the Supreme Intelligence, where we have this mental battle between her and the Supreme Intelligence. Supreme Intelligence. It's also where that clip from the movie where she keeps falling and getting up from everything yes. happens. But we're treated to this sort of battle between them, and it's the Supreme Intelligence trying to convince her in very manipulably gaslighty ways that you're not going to ever be as powerful as we are as a collective, because that's essentially what the Supreme Intelligence mm -hmm. is. And she's like, no, I'm powerful as an individual, and you didn't give me this power. It's mine to own <laughs> mm -hmm. and do what I want with. And so she breaks free of that control, and we're finally given the full power of Captain Marvel. That is until Which she goes crazy and becomes binary later on in the series somewhere. But well, hey, no, come on, that's spoilers. <laughs> that's real spoilers. Yes. If, if it hasn't, as they show in like our anime, if it hasn't happened in the anime, it's spoilers. Yeah. Um, no, but um, yeah, she, you get her she, break out, kick ass. Yeah. I I remember saying this once, but Captain Marvel is the Superman of the Marvel universe, at least the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and so. Oh, did you hear that, DC? It took twenty-one mm -hmm. films to introduce mm -hmm. the Superman. Yeah. But it's the Chekhov's gun that was finally fired. It's like He's we're in Russia. Yes. <laughs> No, we're treated to this idea that there's going to be a big gun in the second Infinity War movie, mm -hmm. and everyone knew what it was at the end of it. Yeah. But it's also like, we knew Captain well, Marvel was coming, <laughs> how is she going know. to be used, was the question. And that's what Chekhov's gun is, is don't put a gun in my movie unless you're going to have someone use it. So Now we're going to use it. <laughs> and now in we're going to less get, than get a, to nope. see it used. In a little more than a in month. In a little more than a month. Less than two months. Yes. More than one month. But she Thank you for that. she gets tons and tons of power because she takes off this restraining <laughs> device that the Kree have put on her. She unleashes her full potential, cuts through an entire accuser ship like a hot knife through butter, which is an amazing scene, especially even in CGI. Like well, it looks believable enough. Yeah, it looked great. Scares yes. the shit out of them. They're like, "All right, we're out." Yes, yeah, uh, little fist pound. And, and this is after Rogan she is like, "All right, we gone." Because I don't want to die. So. so the reason why I was saying that was a little bit out mm -hmm. is because it literally goes from, all right, she is powerful enough to break out of the uh, intelligence area. Mm -hmm. um, she then, one by one, takes out her entire team, her entire like special forces team, at the same time while distracting them from realizing she didn't have the actual Tesseract. Mm -hmm. It was with the... It was being held in the belly of Goose, who, like you said, tentacle monster. Flirkin. Basically, Flurkin opens mm -hmm. up, open up its cat's mouth and just pulls it in with its little tentacles. Yep. Not really little tentacles. It's America's first introduction to hentai. No, there have been many <laughs> other things with that. Uh, basically, the, no, I'm talking you about get... in like '95. This is when like hentai. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, this that is how actually you ended up with hentai on blockbuster shows. Oh. Oh, <laughs> um. We he basically Goose gets to be Groot at one point yeah. and just takes everybody down with tendrils. Jesus. 
which was awesome. I feel really. He does behaved. eat them, right? I'm pretty sure. One hundred percent eats. I'm them. pretty sure he yeah, eats them. Yeah, pretty. Yeah. Because yeah. he like lips, licks. That usually his doesn't lips. happen to him. Yeah, he does. Like because Fury's holding him this entire time and just drops him after that. It's like, all right, you're good. Just the way his face unhinges is so unsettling. <laughs> it's like the Demogorgon almost. Yes. The way because it's it's cat, but, but it's, then it's like it's still a cat head on top of all that. That's so that okay. thing. it doesn't even so open it's a up. Cat's head doing like it <laughs> opens up and then yes. out of the mouth. It the really cool thing about Flurkin is that they have, oh, yes. they are pocket dimensions. We got on Their the way home. She just looked up so all this stuff. Are dimensionally transcendental? Yeah. A terrible what is, monster, what you but dimensionally transcendental. I don't know what that means. It's a Doctor Who thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he is a bag of holding as well. I remember all the words. Well, yeah. Yeah, but Doctor Mary Who's Poppins, better. Time Lord Tech, whatever you want to call it. Whichever came first, which I'm pretty sure. Was I don't know. Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. All I'm saying is that's still terrifying. Well, yeah. <laughs> would you Felix a cat come first? I mean, and here's also, the thing: you can is use I would them think... to t- to travel. Oh yeah, you can actually teleport or just transport yourself to different places. I just want them. you to put yourself in the shoes of all these people. In right? a cat is you are facing down what looks like an innocent house cat. All of a sudden, its mouth opens up. Like well, not no, they all know. Subtly. They all know that it's not an yes. innocent house cat, except like, for the humans. Except for the humans. But not only like, that, what really throws everything <laughs> off They know is, it's a florkin, and yes. it's the most dangerous There is ever. a point where they say, well, it's just a cat, and, he, and they're like, what's a cat? Cats might not actually exist. Cats might just be what we call flurkin. Yes. All cats might be flurkin. Which is absolutely horrifying. You've right. got these things living amongst you. And they love us. We interrogated our cats. It when we also got explains <laughs> why I'm missing certain things sometimes. Yes. So now anytime something goes missing, well, I'm like, if cool. Kim and Chris ever go missing, I know that they were probably eaten flirkin. by one of their flurkins. We'll, we'll pop up in another place in the world. Now I just have to wait till the other two cats go missing to find out which one is the flurkin. Or maybe they're all flirting. No, that's all the thing. Flirking. All cats are flirting. The way that we're And expect- then it's just a shell game of guessing it. which one actually ate you guys. <laughs> which cat? <laughs> I mean, at that point, it's just useless. <laughs> really? Was it you? Yeah. And then you get eaten. And you're like, okay, yeah, it was me. Or is it? Yeah. Uh, the thing is, they eat you in the pocket. Honest. The is just another it's version me. of it's, your living room with smudge. smudge. <laughs> it's it. definitely smudge. Smudge is the flirking. Smudge yeah. is the flirking. The others are just half flirking on their mom's side. <laughs> uh, they're not even the pocket related. dimension is just another version of your living room. Um. <laughs> Trying to say something about our house, Nate? <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> it's just your living. You don't know if something changes because you just go back to your living room. Yeah. That'd be entertaining. <laughs> um, but you can never go upstairs or downstairs. Where are we? Oh yeah. <laughs> Got off. Flurkin has the thing. Yes. They're going their way with the. The scroll and everybody trying to make safe passage yes. to Earth real quick. Uh, and that's when she ends up taking on mm-hmm. the uh, accusers who are trying to bomb the specific spot that she's at, which yeah. I thought was entertaining. That well, was That's not like a weak point. It's just it's yeah. entertaining we to me. That it's like, yeah, you go the for bombs it. are until she blows them up again, which mm-hmm. it turns out that they're pretty much just equivalent she to Earth bombs. She turns a bomb around in midair. Yeah. Yes. And, and then explodes the rest. All the rest of which the is bombs. why I say she's the Superman in the MCU, because that's a very Superman scene, is yeah. grabbing a bomb out of midair, turning it around, and blowing up other bombs with it. And then running through an entire spaceship. Which, I'm pr- okay, so is the Accuser ship the same ship from Guardians 1? It's not the exact same ship. All right, so it's, it's extremely the, similar to right. that ship. Because in my head, I'm like, does she take down the same ship that took no. the entire Guardians to take because down? all the Accuser ships in this movie, they do look the same. Yeah. 
So they have the same aesthetic style as the ship we see in Guardian. His is just the bigger and more is, fortified kind of Guardians, thing? His is much larger, okay. and it's sectioned. So the ship actually does, if you look at certain scenes, the ship actually does this twisting motion all on its own. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the these ships would have done that, but they decided that would have cost too much money. Uh, <laughs> well, they're more no, I mean, solid, there's a lot design, of budget in this, movie. in this movie. Or actually, no, it wasn't too bad. What did I say? 152 million? No. What did I say it was? Uh, all I know is a lot of millions of dollars. Marvel Studios has quickly become one of the largest employers on the planet. So hey, good for them. Well, Disney in general. <laughs> yes, and they're about to. Well, a lot mm -hmm. of people are going to lose their job with the Fox merger, but whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, not whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Ah, it's a tough thing to say. Disney is um, a flurkin. It just eats other media companies. Just. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Nice Disney theme. Plus coming soon. So from there on, we're kind of sped into the almost end of the movie here, where. We have the final fight between now fully fledged Captain Marvel Fuck Jude Law. and Jude Law's character, Jan, whatever. Jude Law tries to Jan basically, like, you're, like hey, you're not worth any. Yeah, you're you not gotta. worth it. Fight me with your bare hands because we're going to be a badass. And she this goes, is what you've always <laughs> trained for. It doesn't count unless you can beat me without the abilities that you have, yep. basically. And then it's. Kapow, and I don't have to prove anything to you, and then Which cool girls don't look great. at explosions. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and now go back and say, don't fuck with me, because I'm about to come and fuck with you. Yes. Launch. I love the scene where the ship that he's trying to she's trying to send him back in doesn't work, so she photon blasts the engine to work. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which we learned that the photon blast is not just an offensive ability, it's utility. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Where does it go from there? My mind. We just saw this. Cam, help. It cuts back to Rainbow's oh Maria, house, yeah. Maria's house. Comes back to Maria's house where we get the final scene of her talking with everybody she's met, and then she says she's got to go do a mission. Which I assume what she does is she goes. She maybe goes to Xandar or somehow is found by Xandar, and that's what kicks off the Xandar. Wait, what are you talking about? She goes helps them find a home. Oh, that's right. I thought she went to... That's true. She that's does. the mission that she, she tells that, the other She also people. tells Jude Law, like, I'm coming mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to So I think it, the way the her list of events is going, I'm going to find you a home, Maybe make sure you're just, okay, then I'm going to fuck everybody no, up. It's the beginning of Infinity War all over again. you got the entirety of one race on a single ship and the bad guys show up to destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no. not the entirety because um, Talos says They're at some spread. point that they're spread oh, yeah, through They're refugees on other planets. The other thing... Going along with that is Ronan says um, a scroll anywhere is a threat to Kree everywhere. Mm -hmm. So he's talking about the fact that they are on other planets, but he's, he calls them um, infiltrating other yeah. planets yeah. or uh, something along yes. those lines. But we also have to remember that he's a religious fanatic whose mind will not well, be right. changed. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. But, I always forget about that. So <laughs> the way that... Well, sorry, Crazy almost it. not changed until yes. he sees everything explode around until him. Until he has that one right. dance off. <laughs> the way that the Kree are seeing it and spinning it, it's mm -hmm. like propagandized that they are infiltrating evil. these other planets mm -hmm. and being evil. They're and, conquering right. worlds. <laughs> but they're truly just refugees who have been split up by the Kree mm -hmm. and are taking refuge on these other planets. Yes, and it's all because they didn't want to submit to the Kree Empire's role. Right. Which is a complete reversal of the way they play out in the comics. So, mm -hmm. I thought that was actually pretty good. So, the real question after all that with the cr the scroll, I'm saying mm -hmm. the scroll, uh, is, do we actually have evil scroll in this world? 
Will I mean, we get to a point that there are evil scroll, or I mean, is it just boom? Hey, everything. They are actually. I'm willing to bet that eventually we do because it may be because they are Mm -hmm. trying to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. So they may be acting, you know, against the will of Earth, but they're Mm -hmm. trying to protect themselves. Yes, and I think the important thing to note here is we've seen other characters of other races in the movies who are both good and evil. Yeah, and that it's important that when you look at these movies, you don't treat any one race of beings as a collective. We're always told, like, okay, we refer to them as Kree and a scroll, but they're individuals within that community who have their own motivations for doing things. Which is also <laughs> kind of a metaphor for everything. everything. Yes. <laughs> um. It just shows how forward-thinking Marvel is, though, is that they're not willing to submit to this idea of a bad guy always has to be a bad guy yeah. and a good guy always has to be a good guy. Yeah. We see good guys doing horrible things. I mean, the entire premise of Age of Ultron is two good guys create the most evil thing that exists so far, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so far. Uh, the This movie also kind of, maybe not completely, but for the most part, dashes anybody's hope of a uh, secret invasion movie. Yeah. Um, unless the way that the next movie ends in Avengers mm-hmm. is very universe reset in any way or continuity is going to be adjusted in any way. I mean, we know the way S.H.I.E.L.D. operates, right? Is it sort of like the Men in Black of the MCU? Is Mm -hmm. they're not going to let anybody... Men in Black International coming out later this year. Yes, who's standing around, who... Starring Thor and Valkyrie. ...witnessed any Kree or scroll on the planet, not going to let them just stand around and go about their daily business. They're going to find a way to make them be quiet about it. Mm -hmm. And in in the case of characters who are close to that, like Maria Rambo, they're probably going to be like, all right... Well, here's your life as it is. Here's what we can offer you. Just don't say anything. Or they're going to hire her as, like, a super secret test pilot or something like that. Give her her life back again. Oh, um, I mean, she has her life now. Yeah. It's more of, like... that. And that was another one of those situations where hey, it's we'll like, hey, we know this. So just she can don't say anything. <laughs> um, but this is the way things... In that scene, one of the best scenes at the end of the movie, because now we're at that point, is, of course... You know, Captain Marvel says, hey, I've got to go and get away two good scenes, I should Takes say. Takes the scroll away. Um, let's Maria's daughter. Oh, yeah, she upgrades. Yeah, um, she upgrades the pager. Yeah. So we understand where the pager at the end of credit scene Infinity of Infinity War, War comes from. Um, That's when we get the lovely rendition Yes, she lets Monica Marvels, do Mar- the colors. <laughs> she lets Monica do the colors on her suit. That's that earlier before they go up, yeah. but we just skip over yes, that. We just skip over, but it's one. Of I'm the just best saying. I Especially, really wish I that wish she, she would have. Yeah, <laughs> see? yeah. Come on, neon suit. Do that for like a Halloween party or something, Captain Marvel. It was just very, very. It wasn't even '90s. It was more like '80s VHS, like opening, very like <laughs> the vaporwave aesthetic. <laughs> uh, just play freaking pawn shop heart as she flies through the ship. So there, yeah. There's that. There's the scene where she flies everybody up and they're mm-hmm. leaving off, and that's when we cut to uh, what? Nothing. Oh, I thought you had some. Um, that's when we cut to. A little bit of time has passed. A little mm-hmm. bit. Look, no, really, a little bit. Of time. Yeah. I'm talking about. The not mid credits. I'm talking okay. about. Um, you go to Fury. You get to Fury in his office. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coulson brings him. So also another thing we oh. skipped over mm-hmm. is um, Goose is the reason Nick has an eye patch. Oh he yeah, we forgot to mention his eye. that. Yeah. Scratches his eye. He uh, said it's just a scratch. It's just a scratch. And that's when Talos, Talos is like, is like oh, Whoa, I don't know about nope. that. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, if you look at. His face after the scratch. First of all, no cat 
Oh uh, no, cats. The when you get scratched by a cat, I've mm-hmm. been told by the. the yep. Uh, they can inf- get really infected. Yeah. It, we, it we can, can actually swell up really bad. Like, but I mean, he had like gashes in his eyes. <laughs> that's from cat. Yeah. 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 But that's not like. Yeah, because it was cleaned it gets out. Super yes. nasty. It can, yeah, it can be. Really, it does get really super bad. nasty. Like, you ever hear cat scratch fever? It's yes. not just a song. Yeah, I know. it's a by a racist person. Get, here's the thing about your eye, and we only know this because Dave is a quasi-eye doctor. Um, you, no, he's not. He works in an eye doctor's office. <laughs> well, he, he's really into office. eyes, that's all. He's not actually an eye guy. I mean, he's got well, a lot more knowledge than yes. any of us do. It takes a Although lot... I'd say I'm pretty close up there. It takes a lot to damage your eye so much that, you know... No, it doesn't. Apparently just being fat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hello. No, it's not your eye, it's your brain. Yeah, yes. but my fat is causing my brain to hurt my eyes. It's all the curds and whey. Yeah. I mean, that can happen, but yes. <laughs> anyway. No, oh, I, I have, was saying that. According to my neuro-ophthalmologist, mm-hmm. it's not Dave. because I'm fat. Not because of the things they found in my MRI that are actually causing it. So this is just me being bitter. I'm pretty sure my eyesight is bad because I sit this far away from a TV all day. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've actually got pretty decent eyesight for somebody with glasses. I was told that by my hit my 40s 40s 35s something like that mid 30s i might not even need glasses cuz my eyes sure were by improving the time i hit my mid 30s i will be legally blind you so. were also told by the lady at the eye doctors that you look pretty good for somebody with a heart condition or was that a different no, no, no that was when i went for flu oh yeah when i flew we went to Why like an urgent care say things like this i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> kim was very upset and i was flattered you just walk in on a stage for a cancer person like you look pretty good for someone who's dying right now <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he wasn't dying no, the nurse I, is definitely hitting on him right in front of me it's fine there was no ring <laughs> that makes it okay i was beat Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> 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 so yeah, Nick Fury gets sliced. His eye gets sliced up by because yes. uh, he's getting Flurkin a little Fury's. too friendly with Flurkin, which yes. leads me Flurkin. to Flurkin. wonder if Flurkins are sentient or not. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, I mean, he could tell that Ben Mendelsohn was being was uh, simulating and being. He a could also tell that um, mm-hmm. Talos was simulating That's Atlas. Been that. Ben Mendelsohn. That's who I, I was just saying. That. Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. Was he Atlas? That was the guy, Atlas guy? Yeah, it was Atlas okay. that he was impersonating. Yeah, he was just dead to me. I, I thought care. you were talking about the... Yeah. Um, but the Flurkin scratches Nick guy. in the face yeah. and takes out his eyeballs. Yep. And he... And uh, he that's when we were getting Coulson back to where we were. Coulson brings in his selection of new of eyes. Fake, eye, fake eyes. Which, if you had to get a fake eye, like, and you wanted... If you had to get a prosthetic eye, let's call it what it is. It's a prosthetic was, eye. Yeah. Would you want to pick any other color than what your original eye was? Yes. No, but it was basically the Warby Parker oh, sorry. of fake yes. eyes. Am I the I only mean, one that would like, want to get a separate color for my other eye? No. I mean, heterochromia is cool at all, yeah. but... I mean, it doesn't work. <laughs> if it worked, it'd be one thing, but yes. when it's a different color, I mean, who gives a shit? But and I mean, obviously, he never picks. Heterochromia is usually presented as blue and green. Actually, that's a lie. He doesn't pick from them. Mm-hmm. He gets somebody else's eye eventually. What? Because that's in. Uh, well, in Winter Soldier, he has yes. somebody else's eye in his eye. Well, I believe Suck he it. uses his own eye because what it is in Winter Soldier is he's trying to open something up. I forget what it is, but there's a retinal scanner. The retinal scanner is keyed to the eye that's damaged, not to the eye. Okay. That's I, thought, I always thought it was somebody and else's eye. The reason eye. that works though is because 
they didn't his think retina wasn't it. damaged. His freaking his cornea, his lens, all the stuff in the front of his eye was damaged, but his retina is still intact. Uh, so that <laughs> scanner is able to work on that bad eye. And yeah, nobody would think to a the, guy wearing an eye patch, you would scan that eye. We get the joke <laughs> of uh, Coulson being like, is it true that the, the Cree burned your eye out? Yes. It's like, yeah, uh, I will not confirm or deny. And I think this is a running joke in the MCU, is Nick Fury, const- like maybe behind the scenes is not something they show up front, but Nick Fury constantly lies about how, his eye, how he lost his oh, eye. Oh, definitely. <laughs> nobody knows the real story except us now. And a couple of other scroll and other people that were on that ship um what else do we get there that's about it really for the movie besides yes. oh we get yeah, Colson being like hopefully the Tesseract will show up and he's like yeah I'm sure it'll show up mm-hmm. sometime and he looks at Goose being adorable in his cat bed mm-hmm. um so this is while the- he's planning the Avengers initiative yes and, and he calls it the Protector Initiative the Protector Initiative originally he gets a picture of Carol and her her fighter and find out her nickname was Captain Carol. Side of it, her call Carol. Sign was Avenger. So Avenger yes, yep. So which is um, strategically blocked in the other picture that yes. she pulls out of the file. So you don't be like, oh look, it says Avenger. Yes, yeah. it wasn't redacted with a black mark. I still would have like loved if they cut to it and it, instead of saying an Avenger, it would have said Danvers Initiative, and, and then he'd be like. Nah, Avenger. <laughs> Danvers. Yeah, I, I was expecting it to do that. <laughs> that was one of two. I wish that would have just carried over to the main movies. Now, like yeah. you're you're not an Avenger. You're a Danvers. Uh, one like, of what the hell is a two Danver? jokes <laughs> that I that I was surprised they didn't do in the movie was that was they didn't do the Danvers initiative. Mm-hmm. And then earlier when they're scanning, when the Kree are scanning uh, oh, everybody, yeah. they scan Goose and it's like Flurkin threat level high they scan yes. theory it says threat level human, male. human threat level low to none or whatever yeah. and then i was expecting them to then scan maria in it to be like higher a higher threat level than him. <laughs> uh, so also um now that we talked about maria in the uh, avengers nickname on the jet did you see what her nickname was on the jet what, uh, maria's yeah. yeah i saw it i just don't remember what it is now photon photon that's which right. is one of the other names for Monica Rambeau yeah. as Captain Marvel. That's true. She has so many names. Yep. She so went from Mar- Captain Marvel to Photon to... What are we... Spectrum. Well, there you go, Spectrum. nerds. Spectrum? Spectrum, I Spectrum. think. Yes, yeah, Spectrum. Yeah. She eventually... Her last iteration was Spectrum. Yeah. Um, she all over the place. But at least... Here's the... Is like, at least they are... This is how much Marvel cares about their movies, right? They are, pro- they are passion projects at the end of the day. Because they're willing to slip those little details in that if you're paying attention to, you pick up one and go, oh, hey, this is a thing from the comic books, which everyone's so afraid of, is like, these movies don't apply to the comic books, they don't respect okay. the source material, so much blah, better. blah, blah. And they it's like, do respect it. They there. respect the source though. material so much more than people are willing to give them they're, credit for. They're a lot using more than storylines, but making it their own thing, which mm. I oh, yeah. appreciate. I don't think it Especially should be direct... In- from the comics because then everybody's going to know. Especially yes. in cases like you couldn't do, they in no way could do the original storyline of like Civil War. There no. was too much different. They X-Men was didn't exist. Namor <laughs> wasn't the whatever. All these other characters that played well, some that, part Civil of it. War is, Civil War in the comics is it's really fucking boring. Well, it's a bridge story. And that's why it's boring. Is It's designed simply to shake the Marvel Universe up enough to change things down the road for other writers. Mm-hmm. It's just like what Infinite Crisis was. It's just like 
what New 52 was. It's all of that stuff. It's a retcon. New 52 was, well, New 52 was a retcon, an entire retcon. It wasn't necessarily yeah, a reboot, but... Well, technically, mm. so was the Crisis thing when they shattered. They literally shattered dimensions and yeah. de- deleted things. But that's what Civil War was. And also, Civil War is far... The original source material of Civil War is far too dark for what the MCU is right now. It's even yeah. too dark for the DC you know, extended universe. Well, so. they're already moving away from their original plan, so yes. that works out. But at the very... This is the super mega spoiler part here, is the end credit stuff. This is the stuff after the movie. Which I... Mm. I guess I was expecting something, but I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it to be as, I guess, direct. Yeah. So it shows um, Black Widow, Captain America. The surviving Avengers, yes. basically. So it's Black Widow, Captain America. We get Black Widow, Captain America. Rhodey. Rhodey. Yep. And Bruce. Bruce. Bruce, yes. Uh, they're watching the death count go up from the snap, mm-hmm. the snapping. Um, snapping. <laughs> Don't snap! Don't snap! And it shows the pager that Nick Fury used to yes. contact. So Carol. they got the pager. Um, they had bypassed the battery, so it was plugged in directly. The so pager loses signal. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're <laughs> or as he they says, freak out a little says, bit. It stops doing what it was doing. That thing stopped doing whatever it was doing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the least um, scientific, or I guess that the tells least. you that Rhodey is just a man in a big iron suit. He has no idea what he's doing. He just knows that his suit blows hey, stuff up. On a really military level, that. he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yes. He's like, this is basically a fighter jet that I wear on my body. And it's, so. it's still, when, even in that line on its own, I'm like, I'm so glad you replaced that other guy. Yes. Yes. Man. <laughs> so uh. they freak out a little bit. They say, get it back on yes. and let me know as soon as it has signal again. And then she turns <laughs> like around. They literally turn around and... Yes. Carol's there with longer hair. Yes, but this is the desperation. To show the time, has yeah, passed. time had passed because she has longer hair. This is the desperation that the Avengers show is. They know that Nick had this pager, and they're willing to try anything at this point. This they have was no so idea important. Who's on the other end right. of that pager. It's like this was so important that Nick cared, had it on him, and it yes. was doing something as like as he died. They, ha- right. they have no idea who could be on the other end of that pager, and they're just willing to keep trying it until something happens. Right. <laughs> and then something happens. Yes, so they she turn shows around. Up and she says, shows up and says, "Where's Fury?" Fury? And then cut to black. So, but this is where Captain of Marvel will return in Avengers Endgame. They did this in Infinity War too. Is at the end of one of the Avengers movies. No, at the end of um, Ant Man. Thor shows up at Doctor Strange's place. Oh no no that's just that's that's um, who's that Ragnarok? Because that's in Ragnarok. So that would be Civil War. No, was it Civil War? I can't remember. All I know but is that happened, but I was going to say they, that, did it with, yes. they did it with um, Ant-Man. Because Scarlet Witch, too, mm-hmm. and Quicksilver. Yes. Oh, yeah. They did that with yeah, before they Basically, Ultron. the way that they're setting up these end credit scenes now is that they are scenes in later movies. Sometimes. <laughs> yes, sometimes. Uh, or meant to introduce yes, how... meant to introduce so, how someone got there, that someone will be... Not so much that how someone got there, someone will be there. Sometimes so. putting certain characters where they need yes. to be for the next movie, like yeah. in Ant-Man and Wasp. It ends with yes. everybody else like, dusting I mean, while he's in the It's very much like reading realm. a comic preview. Is you get sometimes you get to the end of comics yeah. and they'll include a preview of the it's next like, what chapter the there, fuck? but the preview is a page or even just a single panel of something that happens. You know, fifty pages into the next comic book. So, was it just the trailer, or was it something else where you see um, Ant Man show up at the 
HQ. HQ, that's just the trailer it's so just far. just the trailer. Yeah. Uh, the only Ant-Man thing where he showed up for anything else was... Um, uh, Civil War, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's a, there's a scene where they have Bucky. They have Bucky when he's being... And they like have him like in a vice, right. his arm in a vice or whatever. So... Uh, well, also at the end of Ant Man, you see Ant Man and Wasp. You see um... Ant Man in the quantum realm and everybody dusting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, with uh, Ant Man. With being... the bigger movies, they try and or so, to lead to the yes. bigger movies. Well, basically, we've got two things going on here. Is we've got Captain Marvel showing up now to be in Endgame, which mm-hmm. we kind of knew what was going to happen anyway, but here she is, and we see her meeting the Avengers mm-hmm. and how that's going to play out. It bridges the gap. And, and Ant-Man. The big question is, how does Ant-Man get out of the quantum realm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he is could... him being in the quantum realm going to help undo what Thanos did? So the one thing mm-hmm. I, that a lot of people, I, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. I, I haven't really looked at mm-hmm. those parts of the theories that much, but like mm-hmm. when people are like, oh, Ant-Man got out, I wonder how he got out. I'm like, he got out before. Like, mm-hmm. that was the whole thing at the end of the first Ant-Man movie, was mm-hmm. he was able to get out on his own. Yes. He didn't need somebody to hit a button and say, hey, come out. True um, So who knows? I just think it's... I'm just excited. I just hope they don't do the thing that films, especially sci-fi films, are prone to do with quantum quantum mechanics what, paradox? in general. No, they que- treat anything with the word quantum in it as if it were magic. They just put the word quantum in front of it. Quantum physics or quantum mechanics to mean magic. It means we pull this out of our ass. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but you are in a world where there's both really high-level science and magic going. Yes. Maybe he recruits the tardigrades to help him. Oh, tardigrade (laughs) defeats Thanos. He just makes the tardigrades bigger (laughs) and says tardigrades are practically indestructible. (laughs) So that's the other big thing. He just puts the infinity infinity gauntlet and steps it on like a little... Tardigrade boot and it's just like so <laughs> the tardigrades like snap and Thanos goes. Away. Um, I was gonna say that's another big thing about the next movie. Uh, oh, we do have one more. There was one more after credit scene which everybody waited through the entirety of the credits for Goose to jump onto Nick Fury's desk and gag up the Tesseract yes, and it was adorable. The Tesseract, worth it. We didn't stay for that the second time because we already saw it. We mm-hmm. did let other people in the theater that already were starting to get up. We're like, no, no, no. One more scene. We saw it. It's worth it. Bye. You're that one person who gets up in the front of a Marvel few, Marvel film. They stay the for second the one. time, and you're like, "No, sit back down. There's more." I guess technically, if the first one is is impactful in any way, you should mm-hmm. be okay to leave. Because yes. like, if it if it's like big thing, it's mm-hmm. usually a joke at the end. Yes. If it's joke in the middle, you might want to stay. It, it also cancels out the question of, well, how did Nick get the Tesseract? Fury. I can't call him Nick. How did Fury get the Tesseract from Goose? And he's a scroll. Then it just turns out Goose is kind of <laughs> puking up on his yeah, desk. Like, no, <laughs> he knew it would come out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> which is really weird because it's a cat basically hocking up a hairball. It's which a means very that powerful inside hairball. this flurkin, which there's tentacles and pocket dimension, there is also real cat anatomy going on. What <laughs> if... As, uh, after the one thing came out, he did it again, and it was just one of the guy's hands, one of the Cree hands. <laughs> <laughs> so you got more notes, or no? No, no, that's pretty much we it. We covered all your notes? Yes. I think so. Okay, cool. So, I don't know, in conclusion, I guess I'm going to say, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, and you listen to this podcast... Why? One, Why? you <laughs> fucked up. Two, fuck go up. see it. <laughs> so what was the best trailer in front of your movie? The best trailer in front of my movie... 
And why was it Detective Pikachu? It was, well, actually, no. Detective Pikachu trailer didn't play in front of mine. Um, okay. The trailer for Us played, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We already have our tickets for that. So, I haven't seen... Get Out? Get Out, yes. Why? haven't it seen did. Get Out. I just it's haven't good. had the opportunity to watch it on a legal platform yet. Uh, but don't we own it? No, we rented it. Um, own it. Huh? Own it. Why? That's a movie I would never watch again. I would. Okay. Yeah. The thing about sure. horror movies is horror movies never typically scare me, but I feel like Get Out and Us may actually <laughs> be movies that scare me. So that's yeah. the thing. Get Out. I didn't really get scared by. No. Um. Get, so get out the the uh, not spoilers. I'm not going to spoil. Get out. Don't worry. Go ahead and watch that movie. It's great. Um, it is a movie that didn't super surprise me, mm-hmm. but even with it not being surprising, I still enjoyed it completely. What I want to know is how Lakeith Stanfield gets put in these situations with uh, Get Out and Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, he he <laughs> he keeps taking these roles that he's getting fucked over. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just that way for actors. I mean, we're seeing it even with super popular actors now, or they have to, unfortunately, Man, submit themselves up in to... everything now, too. Yes, but they have to submit themselves yeah. to sometimes sucky roles, because it's the only way they can... No, oh, it's they're not, not a sucky, sucky role. role. They're good roles. Oh, it's good roles, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He's, uh, um, it's just, uh, he's getting the short end of the stick in these roles. Bit. Oh, okay. So, there are roles where... Like no horsing around. <laughs> but... Ow. Like I said, if you made it to the end of this podcast, by the way, <laughs> which, I mean, I guess anybody could do since we have the ability to scrub and skip through timelines now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say... Wait, what was that? <laughs> Wait, it was way too long of a pause. It was way too long of a pause, but if you, again, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel and you made it through this, one, you fucked up, two, go see it because it's a movie worth seeing. Absolutely. Um, if your Marvel collection is lacking in films, go buy them all, and then of course buy Captain Marvel when it comes out. I know yeah. iTunes was doing a deal, but I don't do it through iTunes. I was um, hoping that Google had a deal, but they I didn't. would say if you're mired in the outside controversy, which we're not even going to discuss concerning this movie, cut the shit. Just go see the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so good. Like it I don't controls. care if you feel bad about giving your money to Disney. It's a movie worth seeing. Like that's the bottom line. Like I was in the same camp for a little while. I went to go see the movie. I just don't care anymore. Oh, mm-hmm. did we? Never mind. We already talked about it. What are we talking about? We're good. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, for all the people mm-hmm. out there with the hashtag Alita Channel, it's okay to like two things. Do <laughs> like, what? Hashtag Alita Challenge. What is Alita Challenge? The Alita Challenge was a thing that started on Twitter, which was basically don't go see Captain Marvel when it releases, go see Battle Angel Alita instead. Why? Because it's nowhere near as good as. Because they wanted this. to just compete with Captain okay. Marvel. And so I said, well, I watched the... They purposely re- released a month ahead yes, of time. But I t- had already tweeted, like, I enjoyed both these movies, and I'm sure the guy who wrote Gundam in the first place would thoroughly enjoy Captain Marvel as a film. So, Did you say Gundam? Gundam. That was Gun. the original manga. It's G-U-N-N-M. It was the original manga Battle Angel Alita is based on. I was so, going to say, I'm not a Gundam fan. No. But, it's um... <clears throat> yes. So, go watch the movie. Multiple and, uh, times, like us. As always, thank you for listening. This is Chris's part. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you listen to, you can, one, you should subscribe to the podcast on whatever subscription podcast service you're using. Right? Are we not going to rate it? I'm leading to that. You do the subscription. You rate us five stars. If it's anything less than five stars, don't Are don't we rate not it. going to rate oh, the rate movie? Oh, rate the movie. 
I'm bad at rating. Let's just do it out of a... I do a thing where it's like, would I pay for this movie? Would I rent this movie? Or would I never see this movie? And I'm a pay. Uh, 10 out of 10. With rice? 13 out of 10 with rice. Oh. (laughs) Um, I give it four and a half tacos out of five. Oh, we have no cohesive rating system. (laughs) Working on that. Maybe. I like the tacos. Maybe probably five, has to five be is too many tacos. Though. Five is not. You know what? It should be out of three tacos. I could eat five tacos. Three is a good tacos. Three is a good amount of tacos. One is too little tacos. Problems. I consistently eat three tacos because I get the same thing at Taco Bell. But <laughs> yeah. What about burritos? Five what? burritos. No, because burritos just you. Because but here's the, the thing: Bell a Taco Bell burrito is, is like eh, and a Chipotle burrito is like eh. So right. Burritos are <laughs> We don't go to Chipotle. Are mostly consistent, and also the Taco Bell meal is three tacos, so it should be out of three tacos. But okay, so we aren't sponsored it. by Taco Bell. If we were sponsored by Taco Bell, most Taco meals are. Hey, Taco Bell, how you doing? We would one hundred percent accept your sponsorship. I give it two point seven out of three tacos. I give it ten out of ten. Thirteen tacos. out of ten with rice. Yes. I will give it a beefy crunch wrap. The top of any rating scale has to be absolutely I don't like perfect traps. for me. So I'll give it a double XL stuffed burrito, which is his favorite thing. Is probably my favorite thing at a Taco Bell. Yes. The movie was good is what we're trying to say. Yes. (laughs) Go inside and play video games. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. Nate doesn't have a sign-off still. I don't need a sign-off.